that's only 17% of borrowers of access to money. What's called the berry button, the red button that I hit. Hey, remember that? Right? In the, you know, oh yeah, I love it. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to season three of Laugh, Lend, and Eat the podcast. And this is episode one. And man, I have my dear drinking buddy friend on here. And I think this is what John was talking about. That Alex wrote oh. a song. He did a loan for the baby. Last this is how we kick off 2022, baby. You See? It's, it's as if you know what we're working on. We got another one coming out. How could they go with someone else after you? <laughs> yes. That's, 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 that's how we roll around here, Alex. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, man. Thank you, brother. So, Cheers. Happy New Year. Thank you, brother. Happy New Year to you, too. So thank we're going to get into the song later, but that's a hell of a song you wrote, man. Now, it sounds like your voice, but I could be wrong. Is that you singing? It was. It? That was not my voice. That was not my voice. There's an amazing artist. His name is Jan- Jason Randolph. Um, he's the one that that that's his voice. He actually tone, I mean, you could sing that. You have that. I mean, I I, could, I probably could. I just I don't have the confidence yet to be major. on the mic. I was a music major in college, right? So for me, like when I hear tones, I'm like, oh, that's Alex singing it. But oh, okay, who knows? It's a huge so compliment. Look, yeah, brother. You know, I, I, you must have the rhythm because I see the art behind I, you. I, I ha- oh, that's right. I had the, those are the kids. That's the kids' art. But yes, they, they get it from somewhere. Um, yeah. and, and and look, we got another one coming out. So just watch another out. One. This Whoa. this this quarter is another one coming out. A fun one. <laughs> all right. I'm, all I'm, I'm going to get distracted with you. So we're going to stick to the questions. Okay. <laughs> so look, Alex is the CEO, co-founder, chief ROI booster of Sales Boomerang. He is the 2021 Housing Wire. Vanguard Award winner, which is huge. Any of my listeners who don't know what the Vanguard, it's like you have, you know, the Housing Wire subscription member, then you have the Inside Insider Award, then you have the Vanguard Award. So I'm right above the subscription of Housing Wire. I got the Insider, but <laughs> Alex got the Vanguard Award. <laughs> and so that's major props to you, brother. Major props. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So look, man, let's 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 start off this show a little bit because it's it is the first week of 2022, right? And 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 so everyone's making resolutions and all that stuff. And so everyone picks new words, new things, right, Alex? I want to ask you something. Is there a word you don't want to bring into 2022? That I don't so, want to bring into 2022. Yeah, so like for me, I'll share with you why this question yeah, got tripped. Tell me, a I love this year, question. A year ago, I was tired of the word authentic. Right. And I was like, man, everyone's like authentic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then this year I got thought of, I got, I got sick of the word thought leader. Like, I don't want to hear thought the word. Leader. thought. Right. I mean, you heard that last oh. year, right? So authentic thought oh, leader, visionary is like, if you have to say all that stuff about you, then really, are you authentic? Are you really a thought leader? Like, listen, I'm, I couldn't agree with you more. I could not agree with you more. You so, have to be called authentic and genuine not say it yourself right yeah so, uh, so for it's, you, it's, man, a, it's a third party description what's one word you don't want to hear in 2022 man my goodness that's tough because everything i think about is is words that bring you down and and that's the first thing like what is a word that i don't want to hear that that's that that brings you down and it's self-inflicted pain right not not mm-hmm. something real it's just self-inflicted you're just judging yourself so uh let's see Maybe just like, just like self, self, 
pity or just like oh no, about, I like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. More more of an action than a word. Yeah. I no more no more crying yourself a river. All right. Yeah, it's, I like that. It. Give I it like up. That. I like that. No more blues in twenty two. No more blues in twenty two. Yeah, I like that. Rhymes, that's rhymes, that's the name of the album we're dropping. <laughs> no more blues. <laughs> that's the next Christmas album. All right, man. I expect my I expect my little piece of the chunk on that one. <laughs> hey, you heard it here. It's trademarked already. That's awesome. That's awesome. So anyway, so no more blues in twenty two. So it, it, to go along with that, Alex, walk me through this. Like yes. I, I've seen you in action, right? Because I, I never really met you before we met in Tampa last year, right? Yes. And but it felt like we knew each other for years. I, it did. It did. It, did. It, was, it was weird. It was like you were like my lock, long lost brother or something. I just yes. I felt this kinship. I mean that by the way. I'm not just you saying owe me that. 39 birthday gifts. Then I'm just saying. I probably long do. lost brother. I'll, I'll 39. Start sending, I'll start sending you T-shirts and all sorts yeah. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of swag, brother. I got all that's 39, right. 39 different I'll colors. I'll wear it proudly. <laughs> so, sorry, go ahead. Don't throw me off my questions, okay? Don't sorry, do this. Sorry. I, I go down rabbit holes like you don't you don't want to know. So when you because the interesting thing about you that I wrote on here, right? So and you and you just kind of walk right into it. <laughs> of course. Action person. You're like I, I read somewhere like when you think of something, you're like boom, that's like you you go do it right away. You see an opportunity. Where did you read oh. that? That's absolutely oh. that's my superpower. Oh, because when I when I invite people on, I want to know who I'm talking with, right? And so Dude, now that's... I'm here, so now I'm hearing you say exactly the opposite. Like you don't want to hear people being self-pity, no more blues in 22, even though we're joking about it. Yeah. But in my mind, I say, Oh my god, well, that's right in line with this personality. Because you that's... seem to be taking action like nobody's business, brother. So walk us through like what makes you so like boom, you see something, you do it. Oh, I love. Let me tell you how much I love this question and how this realization came to me this past year. It's really crazy. So, because I believe, okay, my own fear of possibly forgetting something, I take action. So, like when I read a book, and in this book, someone mentions something brilliant about a sales concept. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I listen, I, I'm audible. So, I pause it. I pick up the phone and I call somebody and I use exactly the thing that I just learned with that person right there on the spot, because then it becomes, and it becomes mine. It's no longer the book's idea. It's I've practiced it. This is how I do it now. Yeah. And so for me, action is about building habits, building muscle memory. Right. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's why I take action so quickly. It's, it's a fear of forgetting and not being able to do it or something. So I'm like, I really love it. I want to make sure it works the way it's described. And if it is, I'm in. That's just an example with a book. If I have any ideas that I want to take action on, I just I just take action. I live life. And you may you and I may have talked about this. Uh, I, if it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. And, mm -hmm. and, and I only do the things I love to do. And so when I think of something that's going to feel good, I just go and do it. You know, I think I think the problem with most people, Alex, I mean, is that they hear an idea, they read a book, whatever. Only 5% of the people are ex actually executing. If that, right? I mean, I say 5%, some have said 2%. I don't know what the actual number is. Yeah. So you're part of that very elite group that actually gets an idea, hears an idea, reads an idea, audibles an idea, whatever it is. Yeah. And boom, you're like right on top of it right away. Have you been like that your entire life or is it something that you learned because you failed enough or something? Definitely failed enough, um, but that's a good thing. Everyone, everyone should embrace failing, right? That's mm -hmm. that's 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 good. That's the 
That's the being comfortable, being uncomfortable part of our lives. Uh, have I always been an action taker? Um, well, I have to imagine I have been because I've always been a fun loving person. Okay. Like for me, fun is, is everything. Like, let's just have some fun. Like, and there's never been anything in my life that I didn't think I would be able to accomplish if I really wanted to. Like I've, I've never been afraid to take an action into something yeah. because there is, and, and again, this has just been my personality. Just, this is what I've just always done is let's see what happens. Like that's yeah. my, like, let's see what happens. Right. Well, like it's the worst thing, right? You'll fail. That's What's the worst, worst thing. thing? What's right? the word? And you know, when people hear this, people are like, oh, of course you say that now you're 39, you've lived a life so you can, you know, think about it that way. But, you know, they're right. I couldn't articulate it this way, but I just did it. That's how I felt. And, and I, and I but just you have had the same feeling when you were 19 though, 19, I mean, 20, 20 years ago, could you have had the same attitude that you did right now, 20 years I, ago? I would. I will put my mom and dad on the phone right now. And let them tell you. <laughs> That's solid, brother. <laughs> yeah. I look. It's. I started my first business at twenty. Okay. Uh, here's what I did. You ready? You want me? You, here's a, here's some proof. Please. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a few stories of proof. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um. I I, I went to college for one reason, one reason only, to play soccer. Okay? okay. Once I was done with soccer, I was done with college. I left. Started my first company. Right. That's what I left college. Started my first company. That's all I wanted to do. Left when my company that I started, which was in the medical business first, became boring. True story. Nothing else. There's nothing more mm -hmm. to it. It was just boring. Me and my buddy started another business. I gave my share to my partner at such a discount. I just wanted to go. And I, I was 23 years old. You know, it's, it's whatever. It's done that for three years. Because it became boring, it was time to do something else. It wasn't because business was failing. It was great, right? Everything was going great. I was just bored with it. Okay. Same thing happened over and over and over again in all kinds of places in my life where once it stopped being fun, I was just out. And I didn't realize, see, I can articulate this then. I realize now that that's what I was doing. I was being bored and I had to move. I was being bored. I had to move. Um, and so, I again, I don't think it was a learned behavior at 19 years old. I believe that's just my personality and it's just maturing. So how, how do you stay hungry then? I mean, the, the question comes like if, if because mm. to me, boredom and hunger kind of like, you know what I mean? Is it, like, it's going hand in hand. Like at a certain point, do you get, I mean, I hate to say this, I hope no one gets offended, but do you get bored of sales boomerang and say, I'm done? Oh, great question. The answer will be yes at one point. Absolutely. Really? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, so sales, so, so why am I loving sales boomerang? Every business that I've built, I love because of the um, uh, idea of, you know, I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I, I, I like build things that the next generation will appreciate, right? Okay. So think, think about that. You build something that the next generation yeah. will appreciate. That that's as, as selfless as you can get, um, and that's and I don't do it because of that. I just do it because it's fun. Um, but okay. it does accomplish both things. So, uh, I build businesses fast in a manner of of fast growth domination style of of business development that's my style that's what i enjoy fast growth so i'll tell you when i'm bored with sales boomerang when sales boomerang reaches a level where someone has to manage it not build it right when it's time to manage the business when we yeah. go from building a hundred percent uh new innovation to managing and innovating just just at the pace of innovation we like to innovate now at Sales Boomerang, outpacing the pace of innovation significantly. Right. When we get to a place where there's no real outpacing, it's not me anymore. Sales Boomerang will still exist. It will be run. It will be beautiful. It will be an excellent company. 
it just I, I won't be able to give it the the path that it will deserve that somebody else will. There's somebody out there that loves to manage a business, loves That's it interesting more than anything else. People, people don't realize one thing about CEOs and you're a CEO, right? And mm -hmm. so one thing mm -hmm. is that CEOs are different at every stage of a corporation's life. That's correct. Absolutely right. So it's not like what I mean, and I know there are CEOs who've been there forever. You know, we, we all know a lot of them, right? That 20, 30 sure. years, whatever. Amazing. But for, but what you're talking about, to it's kind of like that right CEO at the right time to take it to the next stage. And it's not the next level, by the way. I want people to understand that. It doesn't mean that if you're doing X percent, you want to get to 20% or above that number, whatever. It's just the next stage of whatever the yes. evolution of that company could be. And, and, the, and Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no you go I'm, ahead. I'm just saying that sometimes it's, it's, it's the right person did whatever for X amount of years. And now it's the, the passing of the baton to the next person. It's there's no you, you couldn't have said it better. Think about it just like sports, just like sports. Right. You put in right players for the right plays. Got yeah. to. If yeah. you're the right quarterback, if you're the right CEO for the team right now, then you stay in that position when you're no longer the best quarterback for the team. It's in your best interest to step back, step away. Be, be Are you talking Tom different. Brady? Are you talking Tom Brady? I'm talking Tom. Yeah, we're trying to recruit him right now. <laughs> By the way, what a legend he is, right? I My mean, let's, let's. I mean, come God. on. I mean, I don't even know what to say anymore with that guy, man. I mean, it's, it's like not, it's, you know, it's it's like the housing market. I'll buy a house when the when the when the when the prices go back down. Like yeah, I'll bet against Tom Brady when he retires. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's the only, and you got seven years to wait for that. <laughs> yeah. So, the, I guess the next question then: hunger, boredom. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about change? Because most people, Alex, you know what I mean. We yeah. don't like change. You know what I mean. I know, like even like if driving my office to the to my home, God forbid. I mean, they put up those orange cones that says I got to take a detour and get another way home. I'm pissed off like a racket, racket, racket. Yeah, he's <laughs> driving right over the cones. Right. I, I've done that, by the way. There's my driveway. Let me just get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Detour. I need to come in the back door. What's happening? <laughs> Park the car here, man. Move it with him yeah. later. You know what I mean? But so how do you feel about change? I mean, do you embrace change? Do you like change or do you like fight change? Yeah. So um I I love change. The only well, let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase. That's a, that's a that's an interesting thing to say. Let me let me go a different way. I accept change. Okay. 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 I accept the different. fact that it's a little different. I accept it because the only constant is change, which, by mm -hmm. the way, is, is is why we're here. We're here to evolve, right? This is why generationally, you look at kids today versus kids yesterday. They look so different. Yeah. Yeah, because they are different. They they're evolving. They're, it's a good thing. Everything is changing. Every single thing, everything that evolves changes. Think about this for a second. Every single living organism on this planet that evolves has to change. Yeah. Otherwise, it goes away. So, so I accept it. So does that mean that you have to change also then? You're not the same person you were at 19 that you are at 39? Uh, I, I, would, I, would, I believe so. I believe yeah. so. And I would hope so too. But I believe so. Yes. Because I, yeah. I, I I fought change for a long time. I didn't want, I, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to stay exactly the way it was, right? And then one day my life fell apart. I was like, hold on, what's going on? And I had to realize, just like you're saying, change was inevitable, right? 
Yes. But rather than changing, what I found out was that I just had to uncover a lot of stuff that I was holding on to and let go of it. Yes. So I don't want to change, but I had to make the, make my my metaphorical luggage lighter so I could then move forward and evolve. I love that. I I love that. It's and it's funny that you use the word let go, right? Letting go of things. Forgiveness. Yeah. That's a big word. That's a big word. That's a good word. There's words I don't want to bring into 22. A good word to bring into 22 is forgiveness. Yeah, huge. Right? Beautiful. Starting yeah. with self. Right. Starting yeah. with self. Dude, I remember yeah. I remember this one per- it was so weird. Like I, I, I got this really good coach and, and he walks me through a lot of this stuff. And years ago, I, I, I was talking to him early on and there was somebody who reminded me of somebody. And what I discovered was I was still angry at somebody from like 1986. And this was like oh. 2014 or 2018. Yes. <laughs> you yes. And you yes. realize, oh my God. So anybody who reminds me of this person, I'm still blaming them for whatever that guy did to me. Until 100%. I let go forgive and move on. You know what I mean? So I can be free of that crap. Yeah. You you, you ever hear anybody say um, same shit uh, a different day? Yeah. Yeah. It's not true. It's new shit, new day. Like, yeah. Like, it, that shit drives me crazy. I, I can't stand that line. By the way, that, that one gets me. And then what also gets me is it is what it is. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, all right, Captain Obvious. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Give me something to feed off of. All yes. right, good. Man. Well, look, let, let's dive into this little company called Sales Boomerang. Yes. Oh, right. Because this... I, I keep hearing this name over and over again, Alex. Sales Boomerang, Sales Boomerang, yada, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> Suppose I hope it doesn't great... get followed by yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> I, Suppose... see, I see Sales Boomerang and I see a parade behind it. <laughs> just elephants and and so we got what music I want, what, what i want you to do because i've really researched sales boomerang right i mean i've drilled down into it I've, i feel like i get i get it but for my audience purpose right in the yeah. most simplest words and remember and keep in mind english is a second language for me sure right? so we gotta we gotta keep that in mind like i'm still trying to figure out why they put d in bridge the word bridge like why is there a d in there like i can't yeah, figure try that to out be a kid and try to understand that I trust me, I was there with you, brother. So explain <laughs> to us explain to us in simple terms why and what is sales boomerang. So what is and then why is it important? So the best way for me to explain it is is one long sentence, but it will be one sentence, but it's one long sentence, right? Hmm. We tell lenders when somebody in their database is ready for a loan and which loan they're ready for right now. Simple as that. We're in the business of eliminating spam, okay? We're in the business of helping create, and this is going to be, oh, I'm unveiling something on your show, my friend, that we haven't unveiled yet. John, and please, drum roll. There's got to be a drum roll in the background. Let's add it to the to the, to the the editing. I got it. You got it right here. All right. All right. So here's what we're in, in here's what we're in business to do. Not drum roll, sorry. <laughs> to create financial friendships. A financial friend, a lender should be a financial friend, not a financial foe. And that's what mm. sales boomerang is all about, creating a financial friend, right? So you heard for so long our mission, no borrower left behind, right? Yep. Now it's it's that. And how do we take a concept of not leaving anyone behind and also do the thing that people have been trying to accomplish for years. Ready, Fabi, you're going to love this. And then I'm going to tell your audience what we do. This is the okay. who we are, why we do this. And I'm going to tell you what we do. For, 
for a long time, we've been talking about like in the industry. Here's what we've heard. <laughs> this is you're gonna love it. We've heard we want to build a relationship with our clients, mm -hmm. our borrowers, our customers, right? Relationship. Next thing we heard, we want to build trust. We want them to trust us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Communication. We want to have great communication. You know what embodies all of those things in one? Mm. A friend. <laughs> yeah, a friend. Yeah. A friend. A friend is someone you can trust. A friend is someone you have a relationship with. A friend is someone you have communication with. So guess what? The goal is to be a financial friend, but not just a financial friend, a financial friend with benefits, right? A good lender is a financial friend with benefits. That is okay. the mission. That is the goal. So that is why we do what we do. That is who we are. Go ahead. So Bob, you're talking yeah. about a friend with benefits. Correct. Heard me right. Is that the road we're going down, Alex? So we're going down the road of a friend with benefits, right? Okay, I'm, so I'm, I'm sure also <laughs> look. It's <laughs> understand that <laughs> with financial benefits. <laughs> keep your mind clean, Bobby. Even even better. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. That's exactly my point. Financial benefits. This is my point. No, where's the where's the gutter? Get get up here. Come up here. You're, we can't I'm, see I'm, you anymore. I'm trying, man. You gotta remember, I'm still in seventh grade. <laughs> that is. I so, need another sip here. Get another sip of whatever's in that in that glass mm. in that cup. All right, brother. Let's do it. Mm, that's good coffee, isn't it? That is great coffee. <laughs> okay, so that is the truth, right? So so if you have a financial friend, there's one more mm -hmm. thing about financial friend. I'm moving on to what we do. The concept of financial friend is the following. You know how everyone says too, this is this is feeding off of everything we've learned over the last four or five years here in our industry. <laughs> uh, people are like, the reason we contact our customers so often with things that aren't relevant to them is because they'll forget us. Hmm. They'll forget us. They won't remember us. They won't remember why we're calling. They won't trust hmm. that we're calling for their reason. So we got to send them junk. Think about this, a friend. Mm -hmm. I know you have a friend and I have a friend. We all have a friend that we haven't spoken to in years. Yeah. And the minute you call, it's like nothing. It's like nothing's changed, right? Yeah. That's a friend. Yeah, that is true. what we're after. We're after yeah. creating that, that experience right there. So, so that is what we're after. What do we do, guys? Let's stop, oh, go ahead, let's stop for a second. Stop for a second. Yeah. There's so many yeah. questions that we got to unpack. And I know we don't have a lot of time. Sure. But I'll, I'll, yeah. Go ahead. When you're talking about the, in my mind, I'm seeing little, little red flags in a data, like a data point mm -hmm. that you're basically now connecting for a lender. So you're saying, hey, if you're going to be a friend, yeah, here's the data points of your friends that they may be doing something that you should be aware of as a friend that Correct. they may need you to communicate with. Is that accurate? Is that the right way that I'm seeing Very this? Yes, that's it. So, so what you're saying, Fabi, is, is, is right on. So we are telling you, the lender, that, hey, somebody in your database is currently qualified and has benefit, not just qualified, not just check the boxes, but there's actually a benefit for them to do this particular loan right now. So call this person, email, text, call to get in touch with this person and let them know you have some good news for them. You're not trying to sell them anything. You just have good yeah. news. See where they, how they feel about it. That is what we do all. And, and the crazy thing, Bobby, we do this only for people's databases. So that's their customers, 
their credit denied customers, their prospects, their leads, the people they've reached out to but they haven't responded yet, that's their database. We wrap all of that with this intelligence, with this kind yeah. of financial friend intelligence. And as soon as some one of their friends is ready to be to be having a conversation, we tell them about it. Yeah. So the next part then is the why part, right? So as a lender, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm XYZ lender. You yeah. guys knock on my door, say I got this great product. You're going to become a friends with benefits yes. to your customers, right? Yes. And I say, why do I need this? Because the lender, why do you need I, this? Yeah, because I got a great CRM already. We send them birthday cards. We send them Christmas cards. We yeah. make sure that they got our newsletters with recipes for the macaroni and cheese, right? Yeah. So why do I need you guys to tell me when they're going to do something? I don't. Okay. I already got the contact. We might have to extend the show a little bit longer. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to get. I'm going to get to the why. I wrote this down. I'm going to get to the why. Why it's important to you. But first things first. Let's unpack what you just said. Okay. If you are sending recipes to your borrower, if you are sending anything to your borrowers that is not valuable, stop right now. I'm telling you right now, the reason there's an 18% retention rate in the mortgage industry is because this is one of those things you do for no reason. There is no value. Mm. Do not do it. I promise you this. Everyone that's listening that's in the space, I promise you this. Every piece of spam you send pushes your borrower to your competitor faster than you can imagine. So it's having the You're opposite effect. It's the opposite effect every single time. Do not think, oh, it's a birthday car. Don't you think they know that you're doing it just to market and sell to them? Don't you mm. think they know that? They feel but Alex, it. some of them have my handwriting signature and everything. Oh my gosh. Oh, you, well, those do care. Those, those, those are the ones that actually do care. <laughs> of, <laughs> of course, of course, they took the extra time to do that. Yeah. Right. Now, <laughs> if you're getting a real handwritten note, that may be worth calling somebody and saying, thank you, because somebody wrote that. Um, but anything outside of that, right? Mm. Just stop. It. We all know what's going on, right? We all know what's going on. I love my accountant. I don't care if he ever sends me anything. I just want him to do a really, really great job every time and never ever do something that's better for him than me, right? Okay. Like you're doing it for yourself, Mr. Accountant. I'm not interested anymore. You're doing it for mm -hmm. us. Okay. I'm in. And so, so number one, you said, I have a, I have a CRM. I'm sending this stuff. If you have automation, just to send things to people every month, stop it. Show mm. me the proof that it works because I'll show you the proof that it doesn't. Like all day, every day, I'll show you it doesn't work. So, I, I'll give you a prime example. My own personal, I've been giving this example for about three years now. Uh -huh. Chris from, from MPA, um, he, he, was, he worked there for a while and uh, he, he was their advertising guy. And he told me when we launched the company, he's like, Alex, I got to tell you something really funny. I said, what's up? He goes, I used the calendar that my loan advisor sent me after closing to schedule a refinance with another mortgage company. What? The mortgage calendar that my loan advisor aye, sent me. Aye, 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 yeah. Okay. This is just um, an example of millions that it doesn't work because that's not what it's about. It's not genuine. It's not. Wow. Does anyone need a calendar? Don't ever send a Who needs a calendar? So no, but Alex, Alex, is it genuine that when the data point tells me to become a friend to somebody, that all of a sudden they get a random call because their equity went up? And I'm like, hey, Alex, look, buddy, your equity went up. <laughs> Great question. 
<laughs> only if it's beneficial to you, then it's a friend. I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a financial advisor, just, just, a, just a clear example. And a stock that you loved just went, is about to go bonkers. Okay. If he didn't call you, you'd be like, hey, you messed up. If he did call you, you'd be like, hey, thank you. I'll, I'll choose if I want to do it or not. It. You'll choose. You'll probably do it, but you'll choose. This is the same thing. If if your lender isn't calling you because you have a benefit, hey, you messed up. That's why I'm going to somebody else. If you called me and gave me an option and I chose not to do it, that's okay. That's on me. But it is your job as a friend to let me know. I'll that's give you awesome. another example. I love that. Somebody, love you that. see somebody hitting your friend's car with a bat or run into, into it by accident. You're like, whoa, 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 took a picture. Hey, buddy, I took a, I don't know if you want to do anything about it, but I took, I took a picture of their license plate. They hit your car, yeah. right? If they didn't, it, it's like, you know, hey, all right, why, why didn't you? So, yeah. so we are, are, we are big, we're, we're big fans, huge fans. This is all we think about. How do we make sure that the con customer understands that everything they get that comes from Sales Boomerang is in the customer's best interest? It is never, ever, ever ever checking a box for the lender ever it's not hey we need to do more cash outs figure out how you do them no it's who but, can but benefit from this right now but, but couldn't couldn't somebody use your technology in that manner if they i mean you're not really controlling how they use your technology once you give them the rights to your product could right? they I mean, spam could they could they abuse it i get couldn't they um I mean, they could become hyper good people because our technology is designed to alert them when somebody's qualified for a loan with them so, I mean, you, you just so it couldn't be used, it could be used incorrectly, is what you're saying. If they, I mean, I, I mean, it would be really tough to use it incorrectly because we have to follow all the compliance guidelines, too. So, you couldn't just, I mean, if yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could set settings really high, like you set your LTV settings high and there's no value for the customer, so you're bombarding mm -hmm. them, but you could do that without paying for sales boomerang, just, right. just send people right. mail, which is what happens now, anyway. Mm. Um, so, so, That's so you got the nail on the head. You hit that, the nail is, on the head. that is a very, very interesting product, brother. I mean, now I got interested in, in sales boomerang a while ago, as you know, right? And, and we talked yep. about this. I think I can't remember what, what, what month it was, but I do like the product. I like what it's doing. I got to ask some other questions about it. Please. Can this be turned into a B2B product? A B2B product. In other words, let's say I'm a recruiter. Yeah. I'm in the mortgage business. Hint, hint. Okay. And, <laughs> I have data points for loan officers. So then couldn't sales boomerang say, hey, Fabi, XYZ is unhappy with their current company because something, the data points is triggering us. You should just call them and say, hey, how you doing, friend? Yeah. Could it be turned into B2B or, or a vendor like, like yourself says, we're keeping an eye on different companies. Now this yes. reached a point where they need our service. I've been hoping somebody comes to us and says a sales boomerang for sales boomerang. That would be awesome. Um, in my mind, that's where I'm like, because once you create the data points, it's just a matter of which, which, what the entry is, isn't it? So, okay. So here's what's interesting. Um, yes and no. I think it's very important for people to stay in their lane. I think it's very, very important to not jump around and do things just because you can. I'll give you an example. Michael Jordan going to play baseball. Okay. <laughs> All right. He can. Sure. Yeah. Right. Stay in your lane, brother. This is this is this is what you're the best in the world at. You're yeah. good. Can you, at, can you say minor league? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So that's just one example. But but there's right. a lot of people that want to that, that want to do more than the thing that they're the best in the world at. Uh, and so I say, yes, we could. 
um, there is a use for recruitment. It's funny that you use that that use case because recruiters use our system all the time. Our system is used to recruit and retain talent all day, every day. It is typically on the first page of the recruitment packet as, hey, you have an instant pipeline when you come over to us. That's recruitment, right? Like sales boomerang. There is no talking about crying the blues. There's no crying the blues because the minute you bring your database into a company that's using sales boomerang day one, you have opportunities delivered to you by sales boomerang. You don't have to be like, well, it's going to take me six months or three months to get ramped up. Nope. Day one. Okay. So it's already being used for recruitment. That's but as far as crossing verticals completely and building mm -hmm. out a recruitment mechanism, that wouldn't be of interest to us. Like there's mm -hmm. so many amazing people that do that already. Uh, you know, it's for us, what can we be the best in the world at? And then what can we partner with others who are the best in the world at what they do? That's how we want to think about it. I'm just, I'm just uh, thinking about this because you, you, you guys are basically walking down the road of AI to me in oh, my mind, mm -hmm. right? I mean, yeah. for people who have been connected the dots on this one, I mean, that's what Sales Boomerang to me is. is, is it's the AI come to real life and yes. guiding me to increase my volume. And, and at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. And that's perfectly fine for me, right? It's like a, it's like you guys got the blueprint. Now, how do I use it elsewhere? Because that's normally what happens with any technology, right? I mean, right. It's how do you expand? So I, there is an yeah. expansion plan. It, yeah. But it's but it's not going into it's not going into the vertical that you just mentioned the expansion plan and what is is so exciting about twenty two, it's funny I, I was just talking to to our, our uh, uh, director of of sales and we're you know we 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 doubled last year you know we're on a triple triple double double kind of run we were you saw yeah. we got Inc five thousand one hundred one first in the mortgage tech space and and I said I said I'm very excited this year Pat because we're gonna paint our Mona Lisa. Not the Sistine mm. Chapel, but this year we paint our Mona Lisa. We paint we wow. paint a masterpiece for the financial space. Okay. And 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 what I mean by that is that this year we are going to impact, start to impact other verticals without leaving the financial space. So for instance, we're gonna help the auto industry okay. by helping banks. By helping banks, not by going into auto dealerships. We're going to help auto by helping banks. Because if you think about it, Fabi, for me to go and sit in a dealership for three to four hours is not a good experience, right? Right. And guess what you do when you go to an auto deal, uh, to, to a dealer? The first thing you do, well, let's see what you qualify for. Mm. That's a backwards mm -hmm. process. That's a backwards process. It should yeah. always be the other way around. Because then I, the consumer, are in charge of the process. I already know you don't have to show me something, make me feel bad, show me something else. So well, I know you want to like, we don't need to go through that game. I okay. can come in long story short. The thing that, 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 that is exciting for, for us right now is how do we take this concept and instead of going into other verticals, stay in the vertical, but impact other verticals, right? So we're going to be telling banks when anyone in their database ready is not just ready for a mortgage, but ready for any financial loan, any wow. That's how you become a financial friend. So every borrower and all the right loans right now, period. That's 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 the that's the plan going into this year. So let's go backwards on this now. Okay. Who came up with the idea for Sales Boomerang? 2015, uh, I was consulting for a company that's amazing. That's the, the number one uh, direct mail mortgage marketing company in the nation by a company by the name of Monster Lead Group. That's now Mon Monster Technologies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing organization run by amazing people. And um, it was born there. Uh, uh, we were going to help create a something called a later kit. 
a later bucket, which is here's the following. The later bucket is, hey, my uh, I sent out a piece of mail. The borrower called me. I talked to him. They didn't have the equity to move forward. I put him into the equity bucket and I'll call them later. Get it later. Mm -hmm. bucket. It's not a, it's not not a deal. It's a later bucket. Yeah. Well, I heard this and I was like, eh, but what do they do then? Oh, then then they call them. But when do they call them? Every three months. Why every three months? Well, you know, maybe something's changed. So we're going to guess to see, and we're going to make the customer <laughs> guess. We're going to do this all over again. I said, couldn't we figure this out? Couldn't we just tell them when they've reached a certain level? And that's it. And so it was me uh, and and the two, two uh, founders there uh, that founded the concept of Sales Boomerang. And it was 2015 is when we came up with it. We started development in 2016. And in in a November of 2016, we launched a campaign that said the mortgage industry will fall in love hmm. because we were launching on Valentine's Day of 2017 as a company. That's awesome. And uh, it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, so that's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. What could you tell our listeners about scaling up then? Because, I mean, from where you were in 2015, right, to 2022, I mean, your growth has been like, I mean, I think I heard somewhere like 3,800% or something like that. 3,800, yep. 3,880, yeah. That, number? That's, so, that sounds about right. So Let's just round up to 4,000. Let's just make it easy. I'll give you 4,000, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're, I mean, we're close enough. We're I close. like you, Alex. I'll give you five. I'll give you five. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, this is good. Hey, but, Inc., listen to that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at 3,800, I mean, how do you maintain customer service, infrastructure, for seeing the the like, hey, at, at this we gotta we gotta make sure we have this in place. All the things that are required for scaling, it's a monumental task, Alex. It's a it's a it's a monumental task that you have to love to do. We love what we do. I have it tattooed on my body. Doing what I love is tattooed across my wrist. Doing okay. what I love always. Um, and and we we look for people that feel the same way. Everyone that's at Sales Boomerang is there selfishly. They're not there for me. They're there for them. They like it, right? They're having a good time. And if they're not having a good time, we find something else for them to do or we help them find another place to go, like literally celebrate them. Um, so number one is that is 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 that's how we do it from the start. But we we launched on Valentine's Day of 2017. I have a great picture. It's on it's on uh, LinkedIn. You must have seen it in 2018. We had eight people. Yeah, now we have you, yeah. now it's almost 80. Right. Yeah. And so. The way, the way you scale, the way you do it, um, is all about team and people, team and people. That's, that's, that, that's all it takes, um, without, but, but to, to back it up, you first have to have the right product for the right time, not even the right product period, because there's been lots of products that came too early that never made it right, right product, right time. So timing is the key element to any successful business. Hmm. And then, and then it's the right product. That's number one, every, every and then of course it's people, product, all that, all that stuff. But, um, you know, we at once you've got a product at the right time, uh, now it's about people. That's it. It's all that matters. That's all that matters. And you do it for the right reasons. You do it selflessly. Um, and and uh, when it stops being fun, start doing something else. That's so interesting. You mentioned timing. I don't think people really understand what you do. I mean, like timing is everything. You Every, know? It's everything. And if, you, and if you're early with the product, it doesn't work. If you're late with the product, it doesn't work. Right. Yes. But I also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you can really time it, right? It's, you just got to do what you feel and hope it, 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 you, you, hit the, you hit it on February 14th, whatever, 2015, that's right. and yep. that's the right day and you move forward. That's it. Yeah. 
the best way to, to get the timing right is just to do what you love. Follow your heart, do what you love, and the timing will come. There's a great song by Macklemore, and he says, uh, uh, and he says in that song, he's singing to his kids, and he says, uh, "Don't try to change the world. Do what you love every day, and one day you'll wake up and the world has changed." Mm. That's it. Yeah, yeah, man. That's, that's, that's it. I like that. I like and, that. And so, for businesses, people who are entrepreneurial, people who want to start a business, the, the my my favorite one of my favorite books is by David Sivers, uh, CD Baby. Uh, if you're going to start, start now. There's like, like for all those entrepreneurs start, but only start because you want to, not because you're trying to prove something to someone um, or mm -hmm. because you don't have something, right? You should never do something because you don't have it or you don't, you, you, you know, that's not a reason to ever do anything or get anything. I want it because I don't have it means you're doing it because of scarcity. No, um, always do it because it, it brings you joy. Otherwise, why do it? There's no reason. Yeah. Um, so. You know, you mentioned staying in your own lane. Mm -hmm. I kind of go back to that because it kind of ties into another question that I had. I've been wondering a lot because I, I've look, I've had Josh Friend from Accelerate on here. I know you know Josh. Oh yeah, I love I've Josh. Had Andrew Pollock from Lead Pops. I know you know him. Love I've, him. Lot, I've really like embraced fintech, which is I think the arena that we're in. Yeah, more than I ever did prior to starting this podcast. Like I really like question that keeps running through my mind whenever I talk to one of you guys is why don't you all start your own mortgage companies? You know, it's a question that comes up for us too, just so you know. I don't know if anyone else has said that to you. Well, Josh used to own a bank and a mortgage company, yeah, so he's he been there. Yep. So he might not want to start it for his own personal reasons of not <laughs> wanting to go back. Um, but it's it's his own, It's own. that's his own reasons. Uh, we question, We think about it all the time. And where well, we used to, I don't think about it anymore. Uh, yeah. But we did think about it, we're like, oh my gosh, you could, especially the market's hot as it is. I mean, we could just print money over here. Right. Um, but that's not what I love. I don't love that. I don't, I don't, I don't love it. I don't love doing the, I don't think I would love, let me rephrase this. Personally, I would love to do mortgages. You know why? Because I get to deal with people and give them their dreams. Like right. that would be a dream for me, right? right? Personally, that's an Alex thing. Um, but I don't love the concept of building a mortgage company at this stage in my life right okay. but it's do you know how many times we've thought about it like are you kidding me oh my gosh we know the best systems we know the best people we have all the automation all the intelligence the process we would build the biggest best most fun company in the in the industry but it's man we're having so much fun here i'll give you this is a this is a wonderful wonderful story if you ever book read the book from zappos um uh i forget what the name of the book is tony shea Tony Shea's got a great, great uh, narrative in his book where he says, so here we are, built our first business in our uh, uh, dorm room in college. And yeah. within a month, somebody offers them $100,000 for the business. They're, they're like 18 years old. <laughs> and he and his buddy, they said, okay, let us think about it. They sat down. They're like, well, why did we do this? Because we're really, we, we wanted to do this. Are we having fun? Yes. Are we having a lot of fun? Yes. So we would take this 100000 to go find something else fun to do? That doesn't make any sense. They said no. They said no. Simply because it wouldn't be fun to say, to, to go find something else. Here's what else happened. A year later, they're still in college. A year later, a million-dollar offer. Mm. They literally said the same thing. Are we having fun? Yes. Would we have to find something fun to do? Yes. Then we're saying no. You know when he sold the company for $200 million, his first company for $200 million to to Microsoft? This is the exact story from the book. Snooze, 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 snooze. When he snoozed 20 times, he goes, I'm no longer having fun. I don't even want to get up in the morning. Wow. I don't even want to get up. I'm done. Wow. So he sold. 
Yeah. So that to me would be the only reason to leave and stop doing this is because of that. And I'm never going to come. I'm not going to do sales boomerang and build a mortgage company. I'm never going to compete with my, with my own family. Right. This, that's not going to happen. So no, I mean, it's just a question I keep thinking over in my head is like, to, to me, the fintech, the fintech guys kind of have the corner. You know what I mean? Like if you guys decided one day, Hey, you know what? We're not going to make sales boomerang available to anybody. We're just gonna keep it to ourselves. Good luck guys. Thank you for su supporting us. Yeah, we could, we could fault you for it, by the way. Sure. <laughs> I mean, no one would say, Alex, don't do this. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure we would say that, but you know what I mean? You couldn't get mad at Alex. It's like he's just doing whatever's best for him. <laughs> well, well you, you see what Zillow, you see what Zillow did. Thank you. That's, you know, yeah. yeah. But look what happened to Zillow's reputation when that happened. I think, like, I, I think that that's a 15 minute blip in life. When you, I don't when you, know. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I I don't feel that way. I feel like in the back of everyone's mind, they all know that Zillow could do it again. Listen, the guy that runs Zillow, I mean, I forgot his name right now. I can't think of it, but he came from Expedia, right? Um, Baron or whatever his name is. I mean, he put travel industries out of the business, travel agencies. Sure. I'm, I, I'll never forget. I read an article. It was from 2015 or 16. And the industry, travel industry was going gaga over that they had 21% of the online business. And my head said, what happened to the 79%? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's 79% that you guys lost to your online, your Expedias, your Zillow, whatever, you know, these other companies that were out there. Yes. And they didn't care about it. They were happy about 21%. Yes. And yeah. I'll never forget that article. I said, dude, you got to pay attention to the mortgage business. You got to find out, like, I don't ever want to be hailing. We got 21% in the in the traditional retail model. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? it, it's it. I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm with you. And, and this is for us. And this is, you know, the question of, of why, and by the way, it, it's, it's a, it's a great question. And, um, you know, there's a lot of there. And again, Zillow did it. They saw a lot of reason to do it. Because there is, there's a lot of reason, but yeah. I, unless you're going to do something that benefits humanity as a whole, then don't do it. And I think Zillow learned a couple of lessons recently. Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Because they were not doing it for the better of humanity. They were doing better to, to get their stock price and their, and their, uh, their, 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 their profits up. And I'll tell you like this, I think it's it's you're going to start seeing less and less of that which we've already seen that by the way we've already seen less and less organizations just doing something just to do it for themselves people are becoming a lot more conscious about their decisions as business people which is awesome mm -hmm. um because it's we all live on this planet together right like this is our planet like we're we're yeah. we're, 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 I, we're here we're here together supposedly right i think i think you have much more noble ideas than other business people how's that <laughs> It's possible. It's possible. I, I've I've heard I've heard worse things said about me. Yeah, I think your ideas are way more noble. But listen, we are at the end of our show here, man, and this has been amazing for show for me. I appreciate your time, Alex. I know oh, you're busy. You know what I mean? Pleasure's I mine, bro. We, we've had you. We had you scheduled a few times, and, and you finally were able to come on board. I, I couldn't have thought think of a better guest to start off the season three for us. I appreciate your, you know, everything you've shared with us has been. I hope the people really understand what you were saying today. Because there was a lot of nuggets you dropped on us, brother. So, look, I'll tell you like this, Fabi. Anyone that's listening to this, and this is, and I've been preaching for five years about this. Uh, there's, there's almost no more important partner 
going into 2022 for the lending space than something like Sales Boomerang. Or let me be honest, specifically like Sales Boomerang. Because of our true commitment to the industry and to the customers of this industry. Full commitment. And we do this selflessly. It's just fun. You've, I mean, that's what I've been talking about all day. It's just, it's just fun. Mm. And, and it's, it's a joy. And so mm. I want to thank you, Fabi. I love this show. I love it. I love <laughs> uh, your personality, the way you go about life. Uh, the, the, again, we met and we were like brothers from, from, from the first meeting. And that goes mm. to who you are as a person. So thank I you for you. That. And, uh, Thanks well, for I having me on. I don't. I hope you don't get bored for a long time with sales boomerang. Though I do want to make sure you understand that. Oh, we got. I think your personality adds a lot to sales boomerang. So thank you so one much. One thing I just thought of real quick, by the way, instead of no leads left behind, you should have no friends left behind. No borrower. It's not no leads. It's no borrower. Oh, sorry, I was thinking. I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of Andrew, but no, no friends left behind. Yes, no friend. No, that's how it should be. No, no friend. Oh, I see what you're I, saying. See, I need my t-shirt, brother, man. Shit, no. Fr oh, my goodness. So here's what needs to happen. So first, we need to bring this concept into the into the industry, which we started to already. Uh, financial friend. And then <laughs> we have to change the shirt to no friend left behind. It's happening. Guess what? You're getting the first copy of it. No friend left behind. I love, it. I love that. I like it, man. It's, it's got a and, and, and the acronym is NFLB. Well, I don't know. Right, we're going to stop recording. We can talk about the acronym. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Because NFL will come after us in a heartbeat. <laughs> they'll, they'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, not NFL. Um, nice play. flowers and love. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and the bees were bitches. So to move on. That's right. That's right. Yeah, NFL. Now, you don't want to get tied to that NFL, do you? Boom. <laughs> All right, Alex. Good. I think we, we, we've run out of time here. We got to go. John, please save me from the rest of this. <laughs> Talk to Alex, please. Do your thing, we hope brother. you enjoyed this edition of Laugh, Lend, and Eat, the podcast. You can now enjoy Fabi's article, Laugh, Lend, and Eat, featured in the Vision magazine. Please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, where each month we are giving away some swag for our lucky listener to show off. Thank you to our sponsors for their continued support, First Option Mortgage, and One Good One Recruiting. And remember, you have to be something, so be kind.